0: Hey everybody, this is True Parenting Audio, episode 36. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio Okay, today we are going to be talking about one of the skills that I've found to be the most effective thing in helping parents keep their cool. But first, I want to share with you a quick quote before we get started. Actually, today I'd like to share two quotes with you, the first of which was by Mark Black. Mark said, sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax. The other quote is from Gandhi. He said, there's more to life than increasing its speed. So, life can be pretty hectic these days. I was just talking to a friend the other day about how I feel like life has become more mentally taxing and less physically taxing in, in our day and age. It used to be that people went out and, and worked hard, uh, hard physical labor day in and day out, But today, we're inundated with so much information and constantly moving and going new directions and having our our technology and our friends and our family and everyone demanding so much of us. And all of that can become very, very frustrating, very stressful. And in just about any parenting book that you'll pick up from Barnes & Noble you'll find something probably about keeping your cool, about being able to keep our heads about us when when struggles arise with our kids. I want to start off today by sharing with you a story about a mom that I've been acquainted with for a lot of years. And I want to preface this story with the understanding that I really admire this mother, and she is an absolutely wonderful mom. But this story occurred when her oldest son, who's now 20 years old, was just 3. This mom was as busy and as involved as any mom I'm I'm aware of. She taught piano lessons in their home to help bring in some extra money. Each month, she was involved in in church and school and Now, I need to mention that not only did she have a three-year-old at the time, but she also had a one-year-old daughter and a baby on the way. And one day while she was teaching piano lesson, she heard some noise coming from the kitchen. And she thought, well, the kids always like to play with the pots and pans. It's no big deal. I'll just clean it up when I'm done with, with my piano lesson. And so she went on with the piano lesson didn't think much of it, didn't worry too bad. As soon as the piano lesson was over, she decided to go in and and see what kind of a mess her son had made in the kitchen. But the mess that was there was beyond anything she had imagined. Her three-year-old son had climbed up on the kitchen chairs and filled every single pot, pan, and Tupperware container and strewn the water all around the kitchen. To make matters worse, the kitchen floor was carpeted. I don't know who thought about carpeting a kitchen floor, but their house had carpet in the kitchen. And when this mom told me this story, she said, I just snapped. I didn't think about what I was saying or what I was doing. It just came out. She grabbed her son and started yelling. And her son just looked up at her and pretty soon she finally, her yelling came to a close and her little three-year-old boy looked up at her and said, Mom, you have a big vein that pokes out on your head when you yell. (laughs) She said that she wasn't sure whether she should laugh or cry. It was just one of those experiences where she was just at the end of her rope and didn't know what else to do. But she didn't want to yell. She didn't want to lose her cool. Just like all of us, when things like that happen, it's not that we want to scream and yell and and hurt feelings and say things that we'll regret. The question isn't whether it's the right thing to keep our cool. The question is how. How do we keep our cool? So that's really what this podcast is all about. It's about the how. We all know that we should keep our cool and that we want to keep our cool with our kids, but we struggle with the how. We struggle to make it happen. And so I want to share with you the one skill that I've found in my counseling practice in talking with parents online as well as coaching parents that is the very most effective way for them to gain more control over their emotions and most especially over their reactions. And that one skill that I'm talking about is relaxation and meditation. You may have just rolled your eyes because I think that a lot of times people look at relaxation and meditation as just one of those new kind of fad type of things And maybe you've tried to take some deep breaths when you were in the middle of a huge blow up and it just didn't seem to work. It didn't seem to get you to where you really wanted to be. But I want you to think for a moment about a skill that you are really excellent at now in your older age. Think about are you a good basketball player or a good dancer or a great writer? Maybe you like to ride horses or play the piano. Regardless of what it is, think about that skill and think about what it was like when you started learning that skill. Were you great the first time that you did it? My guess is the answer is no. It most likely took a lot of practice. Mindful self-regulation, relaxation, and meditation are no different. Being able to observe, recognize, and then manage our own physical and emotional reactions is a skill that requires practice in a controlled environment. Just like any of those other skills that we learned growing up, we didn't just go out and play our first basketball game against Michael Jordan, nor actually have I ever done that, but we dribbled the ball and we pass the ball and we practice shooting and free throws and all of those sorts of things. Or if you're a dancer, you practice your pirouettes and you practiced your leaps and all of those things in drills. And you did them over and over until you were able to go and perform those in, in front of an audience or play that game that originally you wouldn't have been able to do. And so practicing helps us to easily calm and relax ourselves so that when we start to feel the impulsive reactions to yell or to be upset or be impulsive with our kids, the muscle memory we've developed to calm ourselves kicks in and we're, we have an easier time staying in control of our minds, our actions, and our feelings. This practice is what we call relaxation and meditation. And I'm really excited to share with you today uh, a resource that I've just recently put together that I've called the Quick Calm Technique. And this is a technique that I've used with countless clients in my counseling practice and in coaching parents that has helped them to overcome feelings of anxiety and frustration and anger and all of those types of things and to face them and to be able to apply this technique literally in two minutes. And if you go to www.trueparenting.net slash quick calm toolkit, you can download that technique. You can download the audio um, to teach you that, that technique as well as get several other resources to help you stop yelling and to calm your emotional storms. This quick calm toolkit will give you tools that you can use right now. It'll give you something that you can apply as soon as you're done reading it or listening to it. And there are lots of different kinds of relaxation and meditation. And a lot of people get different kinds mixed up and and they're not sure exactly what the point of meditation is. They just feel like it's kind of this kooky thing that that people do and they don't understand the benefits and the values of, of doing those things each day and practicing that skill so that we can become excellent at calming ourselves. I just want to offer to you um, a few different types of meditation that you can look into. Um, there's one called Zarin Meditation. There's basic deep breathing relaxation. There's progressive relaxation or guided imagery, as well as mindfulness meditation and transcendental meditation. One of the other things that I'm super excited about offering to all of the true parents out there is a new resource that I'm putting together to help you to learn how to apply meditation and relaxation in your daily life to use just 10 minutes a day that you can you can sit down and enjoy all of the benefits of relaxation and meditation and that practice will bleed into the rest of your life and give you the skills you need and that ability to see your emotions and your reactions more clearly and respond more mindfully with our children when struggles arise. These 10-minute relaxation sessions will be made available on September 25th of this year You'll be able to find them at the True Parenting products page or come on back over to the blog to today's post at the most effective skill to help parents learn to keep their cool. And at the bottom of that post, I've posted three cover art pictures of this new relaxation and self-renewal series. I would love to hear about which of those three album covers you like best. Come on over to the blog and check out those album covers. And in the comments, leave your preference of which of those album covers you, you enjoy best. And out of those people that, that vote and tell me what they think of those different album covers, I'm going to select one individual to receive the full eight audio tracks of the True Calm, Relaxation, and Self-Renewal series. So I want to share with you now five specific benefits that I've watched over and over come into the lives of parents who apply even just five to ten minutes of relaxation and meditation each day. The first benefit is that it just gives you a break. It's a sort of mini vacation for you. The second benefit is it increases thought and body awareness. This is what people mean when they talk about mindfulness. It's that ability to attend to what's going on inside of us and how we're responding to that. Number three is it teaches us to focus or to return to focus. So often people start meditation and they worry about the fact that their mind wanders. And everybody's mind wanders from time to time. But relaxation and meditation help us to to be aware of that wandering mind and to be able to return to focus or will ourselves to go back to a specific focused thought or emotion. Number four is to recognize or identify emotions and to be able to calm ourselves. And so sometimes emotions are misunderstood. And a lot of times when we feel like we're angry, for example, it's more that we're feeling something else. So many people have said that anger is a secondary emotion, which means that We usually feel something else first, and then we don't know how to deal with that emotion, and so it moves to anger, and we respond in anger and aggression. But we can learn to identify our emotions and to deal with them in a more productive manner. So number five is to be able to feel our emotions and to separate our emotions from our reactions. This is one of the most important things in the values that I've seen people get from practicing relaxation and meditation on a regular basis. I generally suggest to all of my clients that they make a practice of doing some relaxation and meditation every single day. And one of the best times I find for people is either early in the morning or at night before they go to bed. I personally, get up in the morning, and I spend a little bit of time each morning just practicing different kinds of relaxation and meditation. I have other things I do as well. I write sometimes, I read. There's lots of other things that I do in my morning routine, but each day I spend at least 10 minutes in relaxation and meditation, And if you're not quite sure where to begin with relaxation and meditation, simply lie down or sit in a comfortable position somewhere and just be silent. Just close your eyes and just enjoy the calm and try to relax your body and just allow your body to sink into that chair or that place where you're laying and just enjoy that time. Set a timer for 10 minutes and just let your mind go. And make sure to come on over to trueparenting.net slash quick, calm toolkit and get that resource. It's completely free to you. And you will be amazed at the difference that that quick two-minute exercise makes in your ability to intervene with your emotions and be much, much calmer, and just feel better. Now, as you start to practice these things, come on over to the blog or to Facebook and let me know how things go. Let me know how it changes your life and your interaction and relationship with your children and your spouse and the other people in your life that you love. Thank you so much for listening to this. I hope that it's been helpful, and I hope that these other resources that we're releasing today and then again on September 25th will be a huge blessing to you and will help you to be the calm parent that you really want to be. If you have any questions for me, go ahead and send me an email at andysmithson at trueparenting.net and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. Thank you so much again for listening. Thanks for taking on this challenge. And have a great day, everybody.